a blue light special in honor of Kmart and Joe Biden. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots happened since we last recorded. Uh, we made we, it. We made it past <laughs> Election Day. And... <laughs> and and I had a partial bathroom remodel going on. And Times, they are a-changing. <laughs> uh, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see what they do at the Four Seasons Landscaping Place. At, at least your bathroom has changed. Yes. <laughs> Our government <laughs> has, maybe not, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we still have hope. Ah. I've never looked forward to January so much. Usually I hate January. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be okay this time. The only thing worse than January in Minnesota is February. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Time to Lean, and here's a song, episode 54, with John and Phil. This is going to be a good one, I can tell. I just, I got a feeling. I've got a feeling. A feeling deep inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh yeah! Oh no! Oh yeah! It just generally Maybe. sucks more. I don't know. It, it, the weather patterns have changed, I think, a little bit. But I remember January, you'd get stuck in this just stretch of days and days and days without any break, just totally below below zero, like thirty below zero for two weeks straight. And, oh god! Yeah, some, sometime in December. If the patterns hold, we'll get a snowstorm and the snow will just stay here for months. I just got a little bite to eat. I thought you were going to talk longer. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I thought maybe you left. <laughs> Bumming you out. No, that, that you know that thing where the, the snow piles up on the streets and it gets blackened, kind of like a bad fish. That's uh, That's a new one for me. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Okay, anyway, as you were... It just sits there and slowly gets packed down. You know, it. the sun might melt it a little bit. And it becomes this hardened, crusty ice thing. Ugh. And and then a little more snow com- comes on top of it, and it just piles. And it sits <laughs> there until March. <laughs> the end of the driveway, sometimes it gets so piled up that you can barely see to back out into the road. Yeah, yeah, or or you've um, plowed it out, and it looks like a stone <laughs> carving or something that well, that's I, been dynamited out. <laughs> there was one year where it it kind of I don't think I would have had to do much to do to do uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. and and one year I was really tempted, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not a sculptor. I couldn't made it look just like it. But I'm no guts and borglum. If you were a sculptor, but then again, no. That's a reference. <laughs> I, I don't know this one either. This is uh, starting out um, uh, interesting, as they say in Minnesota. So how do I sound? We got uh, the weird... You got the right mic this time. Weird audio last time. That was exciting. Yeah, it's like wa- watching um, cable news when half the people on it are from their homes. Yeah, the funniest. Th- this is terrible. I don't think anybody gives a shit. But oh well, <laughs> it's one of those days. Uh, I'm watching good old MSNBC and f- favorite personality Rachel Maddow, who I think is in quarantine right now. Oh no! Yeah, she's one of my favorites too. She um, was 
uh, remoting in from her home. Wasn't wearing her signature black suit that she always has on when she's broadcasting. Right. And she was going on and, and she was talking to another guy and the audio stopped on the studio end and he disappeared like like he got cut off or something and he's not there anymore and she's there and she's like uh what's going on <laughs> and and basically like hello i i lost you and then and then you hear this kind of skype sounding hang up sound and she just leaves <laughs> And and Weird. then like whoever's you know whatever they had in the background they were at, this was the afternoon that um, they announced that Pennsylvania was called for Biden and so they have all these dancing in the street sequences they're showing <laughs> without David Bowie and yeah they're they're, they're showing all this <laughs> and, and it kind of just I think the 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 software just defaulted back to that because there was no live video to show <laughs> and and just about five oh. six seconds of that with no sound <laughs> just was on the screen with God. the little chirons you know on the bottom that flash whatever the quote breaking news is and and it just sat there oh, and yeah. then somebody finally woke up and went to that's commercial <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's live that. tv <laughs> i actually uh yeah. yeah live tv in the age of covid i guess i um i uh we Jody and I actually watched more. We actually watched some MSNBC. We we don't get that channel, and usually it's not free. But it was free on the internet. It seemed like that whole time. And I I watched more MSNBC than I have in years. But I don't know. It was it was just kind of I, I'd go back and forth. I still watch PBS for the the old people angle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Glenda Glenda um, M. Mm-hmm. was a guest she sent us a link about uh pappy van winkle i don't know if you saw that but uh oh i didn't it was from I, I didn't see that i was gonna it's on our topic list actually we'll have to uh I'm sorry i we'll, missed that that link sometimes the um the, this was on the time delene facebook page no i think she put it on our walls oh okay Confusing. She should have put it in the time to lean one. Well, but anyway, I, I didn't watch it yet either. Sorry, Glenda, I will soon. But um, it was, uh, I laughed because it was CBS like Sunday morning or something, you know, so it's right up my alley with the old people shows. Oh, okay. This is something different then, but it's a, it's also, is, is it regarding um, James Carville? No. Um, okay, then never mind. This is just mind. a story about, else. but but it might be related. I don't know. I, I saw you put that on the on the uh, topic list, but I don't know what you're referring okay. to. Actually, I'll get to it soon. He must. Was he drinking? <laughs> was he drinking that? Okay. Well, you, you spoiled Might as well it. Talk about it now. What? Is, what was James? What <laughs> okay. was James Carville so, drinking? <laughs> um, sometime late in the week, when we were all waiting for Steve Kornacki, who is really loved right now on the internet, the the guy with the big board. Um, why don't you marry him? It's not how it's not how big your board it is. What you do with it? Yeah, he he has a rival, you know, at CNN. This John King, oh. who who has it has some other. It's not called the big board. It's the broad board, or the I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't, another I don't, another big touch screen with a bunch of fancy <laughs> stuff on it, but. Well, the NBC numbers he has that other guy. Yeah, Chuck Todd or whatever. Oh well, he's different. No, no. He has a medium-sized board. <laughs> That's right. He just, I prefer a, a, a mini board. 
um no they're they're talking to um anyway they're 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 waiting for the results to come in and carville you all know who james carville is famous clinton campaign guy who coined the the phrase it's the economy stupid and all that stuff the raging cajun and he, he, he he's a character who was um, married to a republican i don't know if he still is no, i believe he is somebody in the same line of work That's on the other Mary end. madeline Maybe she was a Lincoln Project person this year. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have not heard a I, thing I, I about her lately. Up. Maybe she's in retirement and not in politics laying, anymore. I don't know. Laying, laying low. But, um, you know, it, it, Carville is always broadcasting. Broadcasting. He's on Skype or something on his phone from his house. And yeah. throughout the whole <laughs> election campaign season, he has been on there. And, you know, it's it's typical pollster strategist kind of stuff but sure yeah you know, i i swear throughout a lot of the campaign season he had always had technical problems you know i think his <laughs> network connection wasn't good or he one of the times he was out at his yard or something and wasn't getting a good signal and had to walk around until he could <laughs> <laughs> oh my god was, somebody should make it a, was amateur make a super cut of I, I just things. can't yeah it was really funny and you know they, they usually they, they pair him up with one or two other guests and so that the host would cut to the other person and okay well we'll come back to you james when you get your shit together and i just like like oh and every time then the next time he'd, he'd be on like oh what's gonna happen this time <laughs> With all the money these guys have, you think they would have better remote equipment? Oh, because it, some people really do. You can really you can tell that they they have pro level microphones and lights on them, and their connections yeah. are good. And they have real cameras. It's really easy to tell because I think even some of the cable news hosts are in their homes. They're, they're probably set up with real equipment and. Again, especially you can tell when they have the the lights on that it's very hard to tell that they're not in a studio. Well, like PBS NewsHour, I mean, uh, Judy Woodruff is is probably at her house unless they shipped in a uh, a book a bookshelf to go behind her. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's at, another. I mean, they, yeah, they they kind of set dress their their space, <laughs> yeah, to make it look good. But anyway, so James Carville's on there and. You, he, he, his he, face did not look good. He, I saw a picture no. of him, and it was like he was in a, like a closet or something. I don't know. What's yeah, wrong sometimes with a closet. It's he's often in his <laughs> kitchen, like like I am now. Except maybe you don't have to kitchen. look at it. Fortunately, <laughs> and, <laughs> we'll send a picture. And so he's in there, and, and there's a there's a bottle on the the background, and somebody's talking to him, and he, he says, "Oh, are you gonna." You got a bottle back there, and he says, "Yeah, that's a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle I've been saving." Yeah. <laughs> so he actually, and, and then the guy made some comment about, "Well, you know, it's I see it's only half full. You, you've been it's like no, that stuff's two hundred dollars an ounce. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't just get it out." <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it's like okay, Pappy Van Winkle was featured. <laughs> As, well, as a, and so, he, he was waiting to 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 have a a pour of that when Biden won the election. Yeah, that's that's to to quote Joe Biden. That's a big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that once, and it was very scandalous back in the <laughs> oh, innocent days. Oh my goodness! Yeah, was a hot mic or something? 
Yeah, I think he, he when he was in the Senate, I think he said that and somebody caught it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's... Oh, how 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 times have changed. Oh yeah, God. I remember I remember I think Barack Obama had a tan suit once that threw people oh, off. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that that was that was also a scandal. Wow. Gee. <laughs> like, oh, the tan well, suit. Oh my okay. god. So maybe maybe so the people at Sunday morning saw that and thought they'd do a little article or whatever they call okay, it. Okay, I will uh, go look at that. But that's that's all this was. I just thought, "Hey, it's a <laughs> a, a rare intersection of Fancy whiskey and politics. And politics. <laughs> Never mind the fact that now, whenever I get out some bourbon or something, I I, I feel like I'm somehow supporting Mitch McConnell. But <laughs> that's Kentucky. Uh, yeah, you, you just got you got to distance yourself from those things. Well, you can get some more more local stuff, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, I I need I don't have my drink in front of me. I got to grab that. So. Fine. I'll be right back. Entertain the kids. Hi, kids. I'd like to do a magic trick. I am going to pull a, a rabbit out of my hat. Okay, first I have to go get a hat. Ignore ignore the moving hat. Here, he damn hat. I'm going to... Okay. Uh, uh, hey, look. There's a rabbit. That was my magic trick. Well, I'm just going to get what I'm drinking out of, out of the way because it's, it's, again, very boring. I just have a scotch and soda with a scotch by soda. Scotch by uh, Costco brand. Um, scotch. Kirkland. Kirkland from the Isle of Spade. Uh, no, it's, I don't know where it's from. It's a blend of something. I missed what you're drinking. Oh, I was just talking about... Uh, it's just the usual, the scotch and soda, but scotch but wine. I did, I did recently. I I was gonna try to save some for when we recorded, but it didn't last with the election and the home remodeling going on. So, um, but I did I did uh, try the uh, the Long Branch from the Wild Turkey folks, and I I got it because it said something about mesquite. I wanted to try something different, and it wasn't well, I have too had expensive. It, I know you did. Okay. I brought it over. Oh, you were going to taste it on, on the air. Yeah, but... Okay. No, that's what I meant. I was going to save some for here. <laughs> but uh, it, it's gone now. But um, I it was in the, the 30... It's probably in the 33 to 38 range or something. I think I got it for 36, but maybe that's probably a little high where the, where the corner place I go when I don't want to travel too far. But uh, I didn't know at the time, but it has something to do with Matthew McConaughey, whatever his name is. Matthew, Matthew M. <laughs> friend, Matthew, friend of the show, Matthew M. <laughs> Matthew McSee. Mm. <laughs> friend of the show, as they say, right? <laughs> F-O-S. F-O-T-S. So, so that but, actually uh, is, is real, somehow tied into Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, I, I looked it up. Um, and, uh, I shouldn't say that. That's a terrible, I'll cut that out. But no, uh, yeah, evidently he's, uh, they hired him, Wild Turkey hired him to, uh, for some reason, I don't know, they wanted him to be in the ads, but yeah, also he definitely he put, was in some ads, but, uh, I, did I, I missed all that. I didn't, I, I guess I don't see a lot of ads, although I see them on Roku, but they're usually like, Hey, you're, 
your your laundry isn't working right. You need to put these 18 different things in with your laundry to make it smell better, longer, and and help your the fibers. But anyway, um, but they don't have a lot of Matthew McConaughey commercials. He uh, he partnered with their master distiller uh, Eddie Russell, and uh, the idea is a uh, it's a Kentucky bur- bourbon with kind of a Texas sort of connection because I guess that's the tie in there, Matthew McConaughey, and they uh, they refine it with some uh, Texas mesquite and oak charcoals, and it's uh, eighty six proof, which is kind of in the mid range there, I guess. And it was uh, well, you had it too. I brought it up on Saturday, and we um, had some of that along with another thing, a couple of things we were trying, and I think you liked it. Okay, it was it's. Yeah, it's it was, it was proof, decent. But it, it wasn't. It, it's a very much like a. It's actually much more similar to a Tennessee style whiskey, which is a like Jack Daniels, which oh, is basically I... a bourbon whiskey that's been filtered through charcoal filters. I wonder if I wonder if there are a couple of companies that are trying to compete with Jack Daniels a little bit because I noticed that Evan Williams changed their uh, their label or the. The liquor store owner point, pointed that out to me. Say, "Hey, look at that! Looks a lot like a Jack Daniels label." I'm like, yeah, you're well, right. the basic Evan Williams has always kind of had that black and white kind of old timey frontier yeah. saloon label. They sort of took it up a notch now. <laughs> okay, it, it doesn't look exactly like Jack Daniels, but I, I got what she was saying. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, that and that's that, an entire that sub. Uh, subset of bourbon. I mean, Jack Daniels is basically bourbon. They just don't call it that. Yeah. But it has that extra extra filtration, which is supposed to add something or take something out. I'm not... It's extra smooth. I haven't haven't had Jack Daniels for a while. I know companies like like them and Evan Williams are... I mean... Sorry, not Evan Williams. Baker's Mark are are branching out into trying different types of things, but I don't know. The only all, the only different versions of Jack Daniels I've seen recently are like they're adding something like apple or maple or I don't. Oh know. yeah, well, that's horrible. Yuck. There's um, Blech. there are single barrel and fancier versions of Jack Daniels. Um, sure. There's the Sinatra Maybe that's not new. version. Oh right, that's, that's right. That's I think the top of the line Jack Daniels. Um, Sinatra. Yeah, I've never had it, but uh, if it's, it's got like the his Pappy name Van Winkle it. of uh, of uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah, except you can actually buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. I'm making another scotch and soda. But yeah, okay. anyway, I like. Uh, aside from the fact that it didn't have enough mesquite for me, I was hoping it would have a better. I was kind of thinking it maybe would have a smoky person. Yeah, that is a hint, a very um, subtle hint. I have but. had a, a one or two mesquite smoked <clears throat> whiskeys, and this was not it. <laughs> no, I was hoping it'd be something like that. It, I mean, maybe a little bit in the finish. There was just a hint. If you maybe. if you drank three in a row, you picked up a little <laughs> bit more at the, at the third less. one. <laughs> <laughs> then you have picked up a little bit. So anyway, okay. I'll pretend that's so what I was drinking. You remember... A while back, you you had a, a beer that you did not enjoy. Oh, the uh, yeah, we the Connie, salted uh, nut roll. Ale. Connie C had. Uh, well, I'd, I I am actually gonna try and top you. 
Oh no! And today, what did you do? You well, got you have a novelty beer? Yeah, I don't think it's very novel. Oh, oh! See, you you're surprising me. This is very <laughs> odd. You don't like beer. You don't like novels. I don't think I'm going to get very far with it. This, this is so. This is clean out the fridge night. And okay, um, all right. <laughs> which, which we're going to get back to. We should do that to. like. But we should do that every few episodes. <laughs> I found this is buried at the back from last summer that a, a house guest had left here. Oh, um, it's aged. This is alcohol-free Heineken. Oh my god, <laughs> that seems like that seems like a total. It's a why, stunt. Why bother? Well, let's find out. I'm going to try it. I don't particularly care for Heineken. It's okay. All right. Okay. How's it, how's it on the nose? <laughs> um, it, aluminum Carmel piss. Notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> they write themselves, I tell you. I don't know. Is this something else comes? I, I don't think I'm going to write a song called that, but we'll you know, see. You I, I. Okay. I don't think I outdid you because. No, you could. This isn't good, but it's not. It doesn't really have enough flavor to be objectionable. (laughs) Right. It's just. It's just a waste of money. (laughs) It has this vague hint of beer. It's like beer water. Well, you you know how like, you know, LaCroix. It's like Heineken without the alcohol. Tastes kind of like wine. Like not wine. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I haven't really? had any alcohol. What's going on? Um, <laughs> but you know how that, like the 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 flavor, sparkling water is kind of tastes like fruit. Oh, it's like the essence of something. Kind There's of. There's a little bit of yeah. that. Is I don't it... know how they do it. I don't think I want to know. Well, it, you know, it's good. It's good. It's a good option for people that are, you know, trying to quit. <laughs> I yeah, I suspect it's way less. better than booze-free beer used to be. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, the science. All right. Okay, you know. We'll put well, some. It, okay, uh, it was between. There were. I had a choice of this, a can of Budweiser Zero, which I believe is no calorie and no alcohol. You, you could do it's just water. You could do a tasting. You might as well open that one up and try it out now. Uh, I can't even take it. <laughs> and, and there's also a random can of hibiscus something seltzer water. That's also got oh. alcohol in it. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, kombucha with with alcohol or something. <laughs> oh, it's one of the. It's like a wine cooler. Hibiscus wine coolers? My Hib- God, hibiscus berry or something like that. You know, it's. Oh, okay. I some people yeah. do like them. I I I know. Hey, people you know, that do. if 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 anyone that left those in your fridge is listening. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I, you know, what, I, one thing I'll say, I, I think these are are good, a South Dakota connection with these 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 alcohol free beers. They're like other kinds of cheap beer. They're very good yeah. for making red beers. Oh, tomato sure. juice. I get it. Yeah, because you don't. Well, want we a used to do that with the, beer. Yeah, or olives. I don't know what they called that. They didn't call it a green beer. Was that like a chilada? No, it was just uh, no. The, no, chiladas are beer and uh, clamato. Yeah. Now and, and yeah. maybe 
rimmed with pepper stuff. See, and that's getting maybe a little lime, too fancy for Eastern South Maybe Dakota. lime, too. Now, that I never saw that in Eastern South Dakota. Mm-mm. But they had, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, somebody, we went to one bar where they ordered, uh, back in college, where they ordered, put the olives in there. But it was just, it was kind of like there were only three beers, and you people were just trying to spruce them up a little bit. I don't know, maybe you needed some vegetables. You weren't getting enough vegetables, so... Uh, you, you know, this almost it... tastes like... I, I th- First of all, I, th- I think if somebody gave me this without me knowing what it was, I might not guess it doesn't have alcohol in it. You're on the Heineken's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this... Well, I wonder... I wonder... I was I was interested I said, in you know, that this one. Is, this is a crappy beer, but it, it sort of tastes like beer. It just... Yeah, kind of muted and yeah. I think you know. I think I I think in that range of beers, Heineken's better than some. But um, well, I don't know how it tastes compared to real Heineken because I don't remember the last time I had one. I don't know what I would con- compare it to. Yeah, it it's kind of like Budweiser with a little more flavor, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this reminds it's, it's me. German. And, and then I, another thing I get out of this is, it's like lemon artificially sweetened lemon soda that sat out too long or something odd there's this weird kind of almost citrusy <laughs> i don't know you're 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 doing a tasting of <laughs> yeah, alcohol free heineken it has it has They're a, not a lemon... sponsor <laughs> it has a lemon creme brulee hint of uh Acidic, uh, caramelized yogurt. No, I don't know. Yeah, I. Oh, it's interesting. I. It, it, it's drinkable. I'll give it that. A hot summer day, you know, you want a beer, but it's only uh, ten thirty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're doing you're doing yard work. I don't know if this one has. <laughs> you know, this might have calories in it. I don't know. Well, you know, you got to have some calories sometimes. So speaking of, well, I'll get to this when I, I go to my actual drink, which I'll get to it a little bit. Oh, I thought that was your actual drink. Oh, I'm not like, going to just have this. Are you kidding? You got some, you got some Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen Pappy Van Winkle once. I've never had it. I have an ounce of it. <laughs> well, I don't think I couldn't even afford an ounce of it if it goes at that rate. Yeah, I th- I think that's probably the price if you could get it at a bar, um, which I is about right. Though those really high end ones can go for that. I think you talked about that a long time ago when you were in Texas or that's something. That's exactly like when that. I yeah that this was a couple and you years saw ago. They had a they had a special uh, old cabinet of where you could get an you know a yep, little tiny. They had the expense account cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> Back when people used to business travel and spend all our money on stuff like that. <laughs> oh, business travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could deduct that one, but. Well, that that's people who don't Reimburse, work for not deduct. Maybe I could school. deduct it. If I was rich enough, I could get the right accountant and whatever. But I, I don't know. Everything I hear about Pappy and stuff like that is that it's not that great for what it, it costs. It can't be worth the price, but I, but I, you know, no, no, it, it, it's we'll, the... we'll watch the video Glenn Santon. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll we should, I'll, we should, I'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. 
We should live stream it right now. <laughs> probably, probably get our <laughs> podcast taken out. <laughs> um, speak, oh, well. Speaking of that, I um, f- friend of the show Matthew P, not Matthew M. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> or McSee has a or had a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label. Okay, um, which, I, we haven't had that for a long time. I think we had that at a holiday thing once. Back when they had those, it's a very that long. Work. It's been a very long time since I'd had it, and he got he had a bottle that he was kind enough to to share a little bit with me, and yeah, I. <clears throat> It's it kind of um, how to put it. it. It is the most smooth. It's very rich tasting. It, it has almost no edge to it whatsoever. Hmm. It is very pleasant. Goes down too easy. It, it would be amazingly easy to drink. It's very drinkable. I think is what we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like this beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very, very good. Um, very pleasant. It has this nice kind of malty, fruity, no, no smoke, as far as I could tell. Sure. Character to it. It's it, it's really nice, but I just can't. The, the, here's one of the things that's wrong with it, besides the fact it's that it's... lacking some character, maybe? It, it doesn't have much character. But okay. I think part of the issue, besides its price, which... Yeah, it's a $200 bottle of scotch. It has no age statement. And oh. it's it's still at 40% alcohol. Huh. Which is the bare minimum. Right. I just wonder if uh huh, what are they doing? Maybe if it if they had a higher proof version of it, it might get interesting. Yeah. But it just again, that's part of the reason why it's so easy. Is that it? Well, it, it is tapping into a certain market that that's what they're looking for, and they're gonna. Yep it it, it is. It is very very pleasant to drink. It has yeah. a nice. It, it has a it has a good smell on it, but it doesn't have it, nothing sticks out. It's I, okay. I found it very hard to evaluate as far as picking out individual notes and things like that. Huh. But okay. Well, like, so, you know, you've, you, you've been getting into, well, and I have vicariously, or not vicariously, but I get to try them when you get them. But the, uh, the, these, all these different, like last time we were there Saturday, we had the two different, um, compared the two different uh, Marky Marks, and uh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a ton of different things you can get. And, and that, um, especially the one, one of the, the Maker's Marks we had was a, uh, a single barrel version. And that's about as the, most the opposite extreme end of the spectrum from the Johnny Walker Blue, which has been blended just a crazy amount to taste a certain way from all these different scotches that the people that run Johnny Walker do. Right. And it's just um, it, it's a, just a different experience. And if you if you get that's a different true. version of that. Maker's Mark Private Select Single Barrel. It, it, if it's from a different barrel, it will have a different flavor. I, they're they're very, I, it's very fun to do that with. Like you get, you know, two or three, uh, 
you know. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, make, you, it makes it, you pay and they're attention. They're so different. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're getting to the, into the staves and all that. Oh God, yep. Gustavus Adolphus. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm going to come back to Johnny Walker in a bit when I get a refill. But well, what are you going to talk about now? You might as well go get your refill. Oh no. No. Okay, fine. Okay, let's get cleaning out the fridge. I have a topic. <laughs> it's not a very long one. <laughs> well, okay. with us, you never know. Yeah, so I, cleaning I, off the can, fridge make for us means that either you dig dig the stuff out that's sitting back there with mold in it or expired. Yeah, well, that's good to do. Yeah, it's a good exercise. It's excellent do. exercise. You could burn seven calories. And sometimes the best part of that, besides clearing up room in the back of the fridge, is that sometimes you can make some kind of a, a food creation out of whatever's back there. Okay, right, yeah. And it's good to be creative with what you have and, and to mm-hmm. not waste it. And the best thing, of course, Midwestern style, you make a casserole. Okay. So we, 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 we like to do with our stuff is put a little uh, Bud Zero in there. Oh, <laughs> well, it could happen. <laughs> Why not? You might as well try it. So we like to make like a, a an enchilada casserole. Okay. And the thing about that style of casserole is that you can throw a lot of things in it and almost all of it sure. goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it it's great. You have to you have to come up with a I, I don't want to call it garbage casserole, but yeah. But you, you need to come up with a it's, it's not yuck. It's gotta be some kind of a we need to come you need to Although come up with a Although yuck would actually be a good vessel for stuff at the back of the fridge too. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But to think a casserole Back of the fridge casserole. Let's just call it that for now. That's the working title. Oh, I okay. This reminds me of a story. And I do not uh, call it hot dish. <laughs> no, but you might call MJ that. No, I'm sorry. No, so I I um, this reminds me of a story. The the uh, Lynn 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 H, who we've talked about before, in regards to yuck was visiting the Twin Cities with uh, Scott T., who who just got to see on a, uh, a Zoom call for your birthday. I'm a happy birthday again, by the way. That was great. Yeah, future potential guest, Scott T. Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. I don't know how long. But anyway, they were visiting, and uh, I think this was at the same time. But uh, I, this might be a different time. Were you there? I don't know. There were people at the house. Yeah, you live there. And I think <laughs> one of us, it was at that duplex where the real thin walls and you could hear the neighbors. Oh, all the yeah, time. yeah. Okay. I I was there. Were you there that... when we took that thing out of the fridge and I made a big thing about, hey, what, smell this. And I opened it up. I yes, don't know how old it was. I believe. And, oh, Either that or man. I've heard the story so many times that I feel like I was there anyway. We we just we had to we had to open all the windows and leave the house. It was terrible. I don't know. It maybe it was one of Sean's things in there sitting or somebody's. And, and to be clear, this time. this was um, the first apartment I lived in in the Twin Cities. So I moved here, and I lived there with you and your brother and Sean. Yes, Blake H. Yes, and Sean C. Who's been on the show a couple of times, but yeah, he so we, had not left for space yet. Ah, Major Sean. So we we 
Oh my god, that was terrible. I, I it smelled like it smelled kind of worse than death. It was so it was, it was uh, rotting food. Yeah, I yeah. I guess mm-hmm. maybe it was a weird science experiment. Mm-hmm. I don't even know whose it was, but we had to leave the house yeah. and air it out for probably three days. It was terrible. Uh, you know, and uh, oh, haha, Phil, you're gonna make a joke, and then a woof. It almost <laughs> killed us. We almost died. That was the apartment where we'd have the thermostat wars. Sean, Sean is very skinny, and uh, he. I was like, well, just put an extra sweater on, because you and I were always trying, and, and probably Blake too, trying to keep the thermostat down, save a little money, and, and you know. We'd be and not like, sweat. Yeah, we'd be sweating, <laughs> and it's winter. It's winter, and it's like, Sean, <laughs> turned up the fucking, <laughs> and it's like seventy nine or something. What are you doing? You can't have the thermostat seventy nine. No, no, no just, just hold on. In defense of winter? Sean, yes, he's he is he is lean, <laughs> and and he also he grew up on a, next to a creek. <laughs> it was well ventilated. He probably used to a fireplace or something. I don't know. Out of, out on the the frontier, they're burning uh, uh, cow poop. No, I don't know. Peat moss. <laughs> this is Pete Moss with the news. Today's headlines: Cat escapes house. Neighbors looking for cat. Dog, the missing dog. People are looking for a dog. A bird got out of a house. It's people are looking for this bird. I don't have any descriptions, so uh, sorry. This has been Pete Moss with the news. Good night. Um, that, that ties into um, a, a, a subtopic. <laughs> the infamous fart-absorbing couch. Oh, that, that couch had many lives. <laughs> if it's the same. Yeah, it's the same couch. Yeah, that, so okay. so everybody has their thing where when when you're a, a poor college student, you you generally have inherited furniture or found furniture that you found at the side of the road or is passed on. Well, this this actually was my dad's first um yeah. couch at the Lazy U Motel there. And this this couch was um given to you when you moved out of Rapid City? Sure. Something like that. Yeah, I think I think cuz because Blake and Sean and I, well, Blake Blake and I lived together with somebody named Jade, and then Sean came later. But my dad brought that couch over because he'd moved on onto that couch. That that couch, uh, yeah, it was in the old brownstone buildings um, yeah. that we were that we lived at. That's I, I associate it with summer. It was the how, rainiest how many summer times ever. do you think that couch got moved? I mean, it's moved in in and out of places. I don't. I don't know for sure what happened to it after you and I and Sean and Blake lived together. I think Blake t- took it somewhere else after that. Mm-hmm. So one more hop, at least one more. So what's that? Like four times. And maybe that, he that left couch... it out at the curb, and somebody else took it. Maybe it could still be around. I doubt it. So was that the the fart absorbing couch? Well, because Lynn and Scott had visited that time, so that probably <laughs> is where that came from. Yeah. Yeah, so what before that when we lived at the Brownstone uh place um Sean it was a weird it was a really weird apartment setup. It was like a kitchen, two bedrooms, a living room, 
and a bathroom and a hallway. But because of the fire code change since the building was made, they turned this little little turret that probably used to be connected into a separate apartment. And they that person in that apartment needed access in case of a fire to the rear of the building. So our hallway was kind of a common thing. And all the rooms were on one side and the bathroom was on the other. And uh, that person needed access through our hallway in case of a fire, which was kind of odd and maybe a little creepy. But so all the doors locked, you know, it had all these doors and you just wanted to lock everything at night because you didn't want, I didn't even know who lived in the turret. Could have been a weirdo. But you'd have to go across the hallway into the bathroom. Anyway, so that Sean moved out um, and he was sleeping on the couch, basically. So kind of his his bedroom was the living room. And Jade and Blake were in one room and I was in another uh, off the kitchen. And uh, one day, I don't know if we kind of smelled something interesting or, or what, what the problem was. But maybe we something decided... Interesting. <laughs> We decided to clean or, or Sean was doing something, decided to, I don't think we had a vacuum cleaner, whatever, but he, he lifted the, he lifted the cushion up, the cushions off, took the cushions off. Maybe he was trying to find something, you know, it was before cell phones. So it wasn't that, but he uh, took the cushions off and there's this little, uh, flattened mouse that Sean had been sleeping on for, I don't know how long and flattening that thing. And it was two dimensional, uh, so right? <laughs> it was two dimensional. <laughs> it's like one of those cartoon things where the steamroller <clears throat> runs over the character and Sean Roller and is picked up and it's like a piece of paper. Yeah, I I don't think Sean. Or I mean, fruit, Sean's fruit not roll heavy enough to like that. Yeah, a mouse roll up. Sean Sean was, which could be an alternate title to this episode, but Sean wasn't heavy enough to flatten that. So I don't know what happened. Maybe over time. But then another time, somebody sat on that couch and released a a, a poof of was old that at farts. the other house? That must have been the uh, the next place where I lived. Because I, I don't claim responsibility kind of, for no, for depositing I, I always, that fart. No, I always associate that kind of thing with um, Lynn. Although every now and then on a road trip, Sean would almost kill us, but. <laughs> I don't know. But, Maybe I'm I'm just <laughs> misremembering that, but I'm I'm sure another, glad we brought it up. <laughs> well, that there's another story with that because I I was still um, y'all would stay up a lot later than I did, and I or Blake and I were bakers, I'd make the bagels, and so we'd get up pretty early, and and uh, the time that Lynn and uh, um. Scott were over and, and Lynn was sleeping on the fart absorbing couch, which probably is where it's got its name because he was sleeping on it. But um, he, uh, it was very hot. And yes, I, no air uh, conditioning in this duplex. No. And I, so it's like 4 30 in the morning and I'm on the way to work. And there's, there's Lynn completely buck naked on, on the couch. And you don't want to see that when you first wake up in the morning. There's never a good time of day to see something like that. And uh, it, it, it kind of got stuck in my head. And I'm like baking these bagels. And it's like, <laughs> ugh. you know, that it, it and it was hot anyway. And, and it's, you're, just you're, like, it's like your shift became a David Lynch movie or something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. All th- you could see cutaways between um, 
I, I didn't imagine a bagel on his on his uh, penis or anything like that. I'm just saying that Thank I didn't go Lord. that far. But you know, he he claimed that the towel fell off or something. I don't know. I I never knew that. <laughs> but anyway, that's not something you want to see when you first wake up. I probably we probably didn't even sleep hardly because it was so hot. No, no, it was again all hot and humid, and Ugh. yuck. How did we do it? I don't know. We had some good times there, though. Oh, absolutely. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember any, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, this is what we remember from. I, I just remember the bad things. That the, just like the, 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 the thermostat wars, the stinky thing in the fridge, and the fart-absorbing couch. And the, the the next place, the three of us without without you uh, and brother Rob moved into had central air conditioning, which oh, seemed really... so amazing. Yeah. Oh, the brownstones got really hot too. That was uh, mm-hmm. they're just they would just absorb the heat all day long. And, and you're probably really, up up on the top floor. We were, we were. Yeah, it was terrible, but it was kind of funny because we were next to another another brownstone. There was like three in a row, and uh, you could look out the window at night and see people um, having sex and stuff. It was kind of it was a weird weird. That, that was definitely the the good city experience you got to have there. <laughs> People didn't understand how shades work or whatever. I was fine with that. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of cleaning out the fridge um, and yuck, um, apparently, I think this is back to another Glendo thing, reported uh-huh. that the last South Dakota Bonanza has closed recently. May it rest in peace. And Where was that? I can't remember what she said. I forgot. Was it Vermillion? Sure. She'll correct us. <laughs> or the narrator yeah. will fix it. <laughs> Help us. I've never been to South Dakota. I'm going to say Yankton. I, I yeah. think that was right. And while we were discussing or that, I had never been to that one. The... No? Not even on a band trip? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. The, uh, the Rapid City one's been gone for a long time, and I think it's after the... Harry Steak incident. Hey, I'm Harry Steak with the South Dakota High School Sports. Uh, Vermilion High scored a 10-foot throw and a pass and a kick. And back to you, John. Um, Which caused a 30-year boycott (laughs) by our family. Um, What? I don't know that story, though. I don't remember. Perry Ron? What? You said the Perry steak incident. Perry, oh Harry, oh hair. yeah. Oh sure. Well, they Why forgot hope? to shave. They forgot to shave it. No, no. So, um, <laughs> when I was a child, we we would go to Bonanza. My dad ordered the steak oh, that, there. It was kind of a treat. The big salad bar. Yeah, and and wow. his he claimed his the, his steak had hair on it. A hair or a lot of don't, hair? Uh, that's a good question. I'll have to. Investigate. Don't forget to shave your steaks, kids. Because <laughs> that happens, <laughs> and, and we never went back. <laughs> so, so that that's the the interesting thing is that there is there is still, as far as I know, maybe COVID has finally killed it, but a a bonanza restaurant in Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Didn't they, didn't didn't they have? No, I was thinking of I was saying Rochester or someplace had the last shakies. I'm getting confused. They probably did, yes. The one last one in the state, as far as I know. Right. 
No, they're they're not the last one in the world. Um, no, they're still around. <clears throat> oh my, I want one. California. Yeah, I'm going. Road trip. There you go. I'll pick you up in about uh, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we used to drive overnight. Yeah, we, but we, no, we would be up for that. <laughs> not now. No, that this. Um, we ate at the one in St. Cloud a few years back or so, and it, it's really unchanged from the way they were in the 80s. Yeah, at the it, same it, food bar and all that. The, what I what I kind of came down to that you have to accept when you eat there, if you're willing to eat there at all, is that it doesn't really matter what entree you order. It's all the same. Well, you, you're Char- pretty Charbroil. much there for the food the food bar. Yeah. So you order. So I would just order a burger or something, you know, cheap. Sure. Because that was kind of beside the point. Spending well, extra money for a quote steak is yeah. is kind of silly. Um, know, maybe maybe you go for the, steak. the the frozen breaded shrimp or something like that. <laughs> but you Surf get this insane buffet salad bar thing that oh yeah had all this stuff on it, and you you had to have a taco section that you could make your own greasy tacos and oh it was fun. Yeah, I think you could just I, no. Maybe they didn't. No, you no. You, just you could get the bar. bar by itself, but it was only like two dollars difference or something. So, sure, you, you felt silly not ordering some well, entree, but that 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 wasn't the reason you went there. On the way between, usually on the way from uh, Brookings to Rapid City or back, we'd probably go to the Taco Johns or something in Chamberlain, but. Uh, it depends on who we. If we were traveling with David D, he'd he'd have to stop at uh, Al's Oasis. But every now and then we'd stop at the Mitchell Bonanza. We'd eat at Mitchell. I'm instead. pretty sure we've discussed the Mitchell Bonanza. Well, right. That was the flush twice. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Well, no. I just reminded me of that. They yeah. they had a Taco John's too, but it wasn't as good. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's right. It, um. One thing that 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 is sorely lacking from Taco John's today, besides enchiladas and whatever else people are grieving about, Glenda M. She yeah. or Glenda P. That, she wanted the flauta. The flauta. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember cream, those uh, cheese, cheese, cream cheese flauta things. Yeah. I don't. Everybody's got their their pet Taco John food. Taco John foods or pets? Is that they no longer there? They they would have um, all the salsas out of this little mini bar area. You could just oh, go and right. And I forgot about you that. You know what? The best part of that is that they have that have this huge container of pickled jalapenos. Oh, uh, and I would just go in there with my taco bravos or whatever and just load them up. But the, the, <laughs> it's like a they salad have bar. good. Yeah, you make a salad. You you could we have a whole plate of it. <laughs> yeah, I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> and they have good ones. It, it, what I've figured out, at least the one near near us, the, the few times I go, is that you have to ask for those. And like the oh. last time, I I, I said, so "Can you get me a just a, a side of those things?" <laughs> and the the employee rolls his eyes and goes to the back yeah. in the fridge and gets this huge industrial sized thing of pickled jalapenos. What? Why, why don't they have they they don't they I mean right now they don't have them out probably because of COVID or something. No, I'm like, sure they'll come back when the 
diseases. Oh, so now okay, I get it. No, it's it's not it's not a missing in action food. It, it anything like that. It's it, like a secret secret item. But you have to you ask go to a restaurant. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's the hidden menu. You can pretend it's something like that. Yeah, it's like it's like if you. Oh, my other favorite thing is is if you order say McDonald's on one of their electronic systems, like they had the gross touchscreen. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross even before COVID. But you have to use your tongue, which is really strange. It is. That's not a good idea. It stings. <laughs> From the chemicals. Electrical shocks. That's how they keep it sanitary. <laughs> no, it. Um, you could go in there and it, it, you could customize all the different sandwiches and order all this extra stuff. Weird. What's the weirdest thing you come up with? You think what? What do, what do you normally come up with? And then I'm trying well, to. Well, I always the add extra, you know, pickles or condiments, and but yeah, you, you could add, you could add, king. you could add things like you know lettuce or tomato or to anything. Most things, although some some things mysteriously didn't have options, but so you can't get like a egg McMuffin with tomatoes and hot and pepper uh, sauce. To be honest, uh, I never tried the breakfast sauce. stuff. Or a hot fudge sundae with uh, mud. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I used to think feel feel bad for doing that because these poor people have to make this weird-ass <laughs> chicken sandwich it, or something like that. It's not in the normal routine. It's but, not like it's going to be three seconds. But on the other hand, the they computer gotta, just spits it out. And I think they're used because they just make them whatever the machine says. Yeah. So, but there's probably a couple of extra weird steps and somebody's like, well, it's like that guy at Taco John's who has to specifically go and get out the peppers, roll their eyes. Yeah. They don't act very happy when I do it, but mm, sorry. Well, what's your, so what do you get? What do you get at uh, McDonald's then? Extra pickles. Well, I, where I remove things I don't like or sure. Things like that. And MJ makes fun of you, probably. Constantly. Usually, I don't do that though, because you. I suppose you could replicate that on the on your phone app or something, but I'm not going to do that for McDonald's. No. So well, he should. Maybe it has a funny uh, Ronald McDonald video. I did hear a rumor that the McRib is going to come back soon. No, I. I yes, I. I sent you that. Remember? I think. Or maybe you heard it from somebody else too. I did. John's on the Mac Rib News but, Network. But yes. So it was. Uh, it's been a I don't long time. The, I don't remember the time frame, but uh, yeah, it, I think some places had it once a year, but it hasn't been nationwide for mm-hmm. a while. And again, is this something we should be getting excited about? But I can't. And, and it's about as. It's kind of in the Shamrock Shake is a similar thing. You, know, you just once in a while, and it's, it's awful food. No, I, who knows what it is. That's where yeah. we came up with that McThang. McThang. The McRib is definitely in that category. It's like, <laughs> what is this? It's some yeah. weird kind of pressed meat with a bunch of sauce. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I and, and those fake little rib shapes and char marks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like it, they it, it, extrude this stuff into a mold, kind of like they do with the chicken nuggets or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Although I, I heard today that next year they're going to inter- finally start doing veggie burgers. At McDonald's? Yeah, they're going to call it the McPlant. 
I wonder if that really? was a joke. Sounds like the onion. <laughs> well, you know, because every now and then I'll get an impossible burger at, or Whopper at uh, Burger King on the way home or something. No, it is. It's called McPlant. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay. They might be losing it. <laughs> I, I'm i kind of separate. Well, so so when a long time ago when I first moved to the Twin Cities, this gal, hippie gal. At, at, uh, no, they used to have a veggie burger a long time ago. Well, she said she she would get a she I, I she said I, I'll go to um, Burger King get a veggie whopper, and I was like, what? They don't have that. So what it was was that it was just everything without the meat. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a little. And I'm like, that's not. And, and she had to pay the same price for it. I was like, come on, <laughs> really? But whatever. Yeah, that that's like 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 the fake beer. The that stuff has really come a long way. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, the fake the fake meat thing. Because I was I was a vegetarian for about eight years, Jody and I, and well, we'd have fish sometimes, but we'd we'd get the we'd get the fake bacon, fake and bacon or whatever it was called. And the, uh, we did have a tofurkey <laughs> a couple Thanksgivings, and it was pretty tough. Maybe I didn't cook it right, but uh, it was something to do. <laughs> anyway, okay, so. But, um, but well, let's all let's all pour you? one out for <laughs> the for bonanza. Your birthday? <laughs> oh, for bonanza? No, for your birthday. Well, you don't really do that. Do what for your birthday? Talk about our birthdays. And by the time this one's on, it'll be your birthday. You a Jeho- <laughs> you're a Jehovah Witness. But no, I, we we had a good Zoom call with you. Okay, I'm gonna make an, uh, I'm making another scotch and soda here. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, Pour the rest of this out and <laughs> pour. I'll pour one out for the last bonanza. Let's see if the audience can hear the fizzing there. Oh, my lovely soda. Stream. Maybe I'll run the ice machine just because people. <laughs> I know people miss it. Well, I could bring back the ice machine theme song. John's getting ice. Might outlaw ice here in a couple years. I don't know. Ah, oh, the old ice machine. It brings me back to, I don't know, months ago, several months ago. Maybe I should do another magic trick again. Oh, that needs a little bit more soda. Oops. That's pretty strong, kids. Don't do that at home. It's, oh my God, you're gonna die or something. Oh, do 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 do. I All think right. I had a couple more drops in there. I, I emptied the bottle. Okay, so dueling corks. A while back, we talked about this thing called the Jane Walker. Yes. Not the White Walker. <laughs> That's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Was that in episode fifty? Two or fifty-three? I can't. I'm still I editing think that's fifty-three. Two, I think that's fifty-two. I'm st- okay. Yeah. I don't know. They're blurring together. Oh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Fine. Where we talked about that, and I picked up a bottle. You was, did get curious. some. Okay. So I got Good. a bottle of it. It's uh, so there are actually two. Again, the Johnny Walker Company. There are There's two versions of there Jane are two Walker? different ones. One is a little. Uh, came out a couple years what? ago or the 1.0 and what it is is it's just a rebranded version of the standard black label okay that is i don't know it 
It's like, hey, we're, what's the difference? We're we're not sexist or something. <laughs> what it's no. supposed to be so it's basically a black label but it has a white label but it, but it no it still has a but it has a slightly different look to it and the it, it, it's a lady walker this time the the striding you know thing sure i, I okay see, i've seen that well i guess i saw the white box never mind right but now there is a, a one that's actually different called jane walker and this one is different it it, it it's actually made by one of their master blenders who is named is it actually somebody named jane <laughs> it could be i don't know no emma sorry her name is emma oh. walker which I, I seriously doubt she's related to the founders of johnny walker who are probably two, who 200 years old but she could be she could be a walker she um it, works for the company and you know the master blenders are these people who come up with the formulations for all for the difference it can be in blenders work at single malt distilleries too it isn't just these big outfits like johnny yeah. walker they're the ones that combine all the barrels together to make the scotch be consistent yeah and that's a you know it, it i think it takes a lot of skill to do this work i i, I can't imagine and she i mean she must be one one of the the biggies so but this well, yeah. is one she came up with. She's got her own blend. Yep. So that, that's a big deal. Um, the thing that's it's interesting. It's a big fucking deal. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> that's a big fucking deal. And this is, it's a 10-year-old blend. But it's the thing that's interesting to me about it is that it's a blended malt. So that all the whiskey in this is single malt whiskey that's been blended. It's not a mixture of. Single malt oh. whiskey with grain whiskey, like most of the Johnny Walkers are. Right. Uh, jo- okay. Johnny Walker Green Label is the only other one that's like this. Okay. Now, and that means it's blended with ten or older. Right? Ten. Everything has to be at least ten years old. At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the minimum it can be in the bottle. So you might have a twelve in there. There. That's that's what they say. It, it could be mixes of older things in there too. If you put year. if you put a, a milliliter of eight year old scotch in, <laughs> they have to call it eight. It's it's literally that that small. Um, so it's it's all blended malts. It's mainly apparently it's dominated by a malt called Cardew, which is a space side yeah. kind of non peaty scotch. Okay, so it's got some. Um, it's forty one point nine percent by volume so it's almost the minimum but not quite <laughs> okay well good good for emma yeah emma Jane I, Walker. i've had this once and the thing that's interesting on the nose is it reminds me a lot of dry white wine really it really has a strong and that's a fruity note okay but I haven't heard that describe. Uh, That's what that hit me at least. I, I I've read other reviews that don't say it the same way, but it's definitely got kind of that. No, I believe you. Bright citrusy think... apple kind of thing, boy. But man, I I totally get white wine. See, I think like a Pinot I think, Grigio I think or some some shit like that. You're you're uh you're on to you're you you've created your own uh, tasting metaphor or whatever they call it. Not metaphor. Simile? No. 
Yeah, and I in the taste of it, I still get that tang that you get from a dry white wine. Very interesting. That would go good with uh, mm. a turkey on Thanksgiving. You should have some, save some. That's right. <laughs> or are you going to so, barbecue or something? You're not. I'm probably not even doing having any turkey. of those things. I'm not going to be home. Oh, that's right. I'm going to be. We're we're yep. we're gonna going to see our mothers. In just just we're not having big family gatherings, but we're going to go out and do. Well, unless things get even worse, which we might revisit, but uh, it's it's getting worse. But I'm not at the moment. I'm planning to be out in South Dakota area. All right, got to see the mothers. Got to see the, the those mothers. But anyway, the the Jane Walker is is actually very nice. It's there's not a bit of smoke in it. It's nothing at all. But okay, so it's a very space maybe I'll side, get to try it. Mild, but it it's actually very tasty. Um, and I think it was thirty bucks, which I think for a ten ten year old blended malt is pretty reasonable. Oh, that's not bad at um, all. I like this better than um, a number of other Johnny Walkers I've tried. So maybe um, even the blue. No, it's just different. I don't think it's as good. Um, it, it, this definitely has a lighter flavor that doesn't stay with you as long. Yeah. Okay. But um, it's it just doesn't a, stick you to know your what? McRibs. The difference isn't that big. Yeah, <laughs> uh, thirty I, bucks. It's it's really quite reasonable. I I'm. I'm pretty pleased. Well, maybe I'll end it, up getting it, some of that on my own. It, it's a little bit, um, it tastes a little bit like Irish whiskey. Well, see, now that's another thing. I was, uh, I didn't get to the liquor store this week yet, but I thought I would branch out, not mm-hmm. branch out, but try a different Irish whiskey for this week. Maybe I'll do that next time. We'll see. Well, um, try the tealing if you haven't had that yet. I can read the tea leaves. Yeah. So there. So, have you watched anything recently? What What have you been yeah, watching? Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure you're watching something besides always. MSNBC. Well, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> I should have taken more breaks away from the news because well, it gets just it gets really stressful. Yeah, but, and it was kind of getting repetitive at some point. It was like, oh, they still haven't called about. Did they ever call about it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. No, Are they done I, counting? That, that is, or is that Arizona they haven't called yet? But it won't matter by the time anybody hears this. Yeah, we'll Mm-mm. see. No, um, as everybody knows, uh, the great Sean Connery just passed away. Hey there, did I just hear you talking about Sean Connery? What? Andy, how did what? you get here? <laughs> Does this mean it's time for Andy's Quiz Show? <laughs> Andy's Quiz Show We're gonna find out who's in the know Andy's Quiz Show Ready, get, set, go That's right, it's a pop quiz show Get ready to test your knowledge (laughs) On all things Sean Connery (laughs) Actually Oh no (laughs) Sean Connery And gold Sean Connery is famous, you know For his portrayal of James Bond, and as you know, many Bond films incorporate the word gold in the title. Okay. Um, you know, also, the Oscar figurine given to Academy Award winners is plated in 24 karat gold. Okay. Here's your first question, and this goes randomly chosen to John. <laughs> what gold Sean Connery Bond movie was awarded an Academy Award? 
I would have to guess. Oh, it seems too, too obvious, but I, I got to go with Goldfinger. That's right. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So, follow up question for you, Phil. The heat's on. Was it for A, best actor, B, best visual effects, C, best sound effects, or D, best original song? Best original song. I'm sorry. <sighs> it was actually best sound effects. It was Skyfall. <laughs> Skyfall in 2010, or 2012, excuse me, won two Academy Awards. One for best sound editing and one for best original song. The only other James Bond movie to have won an Academy Award was Thunderball, which won for best visual effects. Oh, best acting. Yeah, no, no Oh, acting. that's a crime that the song from Goldfinger wasn't awarded. Oh, that's, that's a, a much song. better song than Skyfall. Uh, yes, I, I agree. But a view to so, a kill. Speaking of gold, not all that glitters is gold. The mineral pyrite is also known as fool's gold because although it has a golden luster, it doesn't have any gold in it. Name one element, John, found in pyrite. Uh, ferrite? Uh, well, I'm looking for an element name, so... Oh, oh, sorry. Fer- I'm really... Okay. I'll cut this part out. Leave <laughs> <laughs> it in. Be honest. Is it... Carbon? No, I'm sorry. Uh, this gives you a chance, Phil. Now, if you want to jump in and name an element found in Fool's Gold, you could win a point. Iron. That's correct. Oh, it's that was iron. my number two choice. Damn it. Iron and sulfur are the two elements oh, in pyrite. Sulfur. So it's tied up one to one right now. <laughs> so this next question coming up will be for you, John. All the gold on Earth is believed to have rained down with meteorites 200 million years ago. What? Scientists know that the burning of the sun can create elements as heavy as iron. But scientists aren't sure how all that gold is formed. Astrophysicists have two theories about how gold was formed. I'll give you some options, and you have to identify which of these are viable astrophysical theories. Is oh, it great. Multiple choice. My favorite. A. <laughs> that's right. A. The Big Bang. B. A supernova. C. Two neutron stars colliding. D. A black hole. Or E. A comet. I'm going to go with a comet. Oh, sorry. Comets <laughs> do not create gold. But there are still two correct answers in there, Phil, if you want to jump in and make a guess. Supernova. That's right. Supernova is a theory no. about how gold is created, although it's, it's losing popularity to the other new theory that two neutron stars colliding might oh. be the source of all the gold. Because uh, neutron stars don't collide very often, but they might produce a lot more gold when they do. So we're not mm. really sure. Just think, someday we'll be doing that on purpose just to get more gold. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we have the power to create supernovas or collide neutron stars. And because we'll be... that's what you're going to do with that power is make a bunch of gold. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like sounds an old like James a... Bond movie. Exactly. It sounds like the worst James Bond plot ever. <laughs> It does, actually. I would have so much gold. Gold supernova? <laughs> I don't know what it would be called. Gold member. It was found in a crick. Gold crick. 
So gold, especially in jewelry, can be found in a variety of colors, like Black Hills Gold. This is done by mixing gold with other metals. What other metals, John, is used to produce rose gold? What metal do you think they mix in rose to make gold. rose gold? Rosebud. Uh, silver? No, it's copper. Wow. Oh, All right. Okay. Phil, the how che- about the cheaper one? <laughs> how about green gold? Green gold. Yes. Oh no. Um. Uh. Sulfur. Sulfur? No, sulfur's <laughs> not a metal either. Unfortunately. All right. It's called smelly third, gold. <laughs> there's a third color of gold, which is white gold. And this right. goes back to you, John. What do you think they mix with gold to make it white? Tempted to say platinum, but... Uh... Well, I mean, the clock is ticking. Okay, I'll... platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Actually, it was a trick question. It's also silver. Oh. Yes, silver will give you both green and white gold, depending on how much you mix in. Um, I was going to so say So since you're silver. doing so well on the colors of gold theme, I've got some more color questions. Did you know that stained glass colors can be created with gold? They yes. Do this by Did I get a point? Metallic oxide. <laughs> that wasn't one of the questions. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they I'm do sorry. this by adding metallic oxide powders or finely divided metals while the glass is in a molten state. So uh, this goes back to Phil now. What Ooh. color glass would you get when you added the element copper to glass? Well, I, I don't think it's sulfur. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm looking for a color here. What color? Let's see. Uh, copper. Copper. Yeah. I'm going to say green. That's right. Wow. Okay. John, you better step it up. Uh, Phil I, is crushing I, I think right Phil now. got the answers in advance. Uh, well, uh, you know, a little cash uh, slided into the door. It could be arranged. Are you saying the votes are rigged? He's the corrupt quiz master. Uh, Let's see your yeah. lawyer. Um, all right, John. What if you put cobalt in with your molten glass? What color would you get? It would taste terrible. Red? Uh, sorry, you would get deep blue. Ooh. All right. Oh, okay, yes, that does make sense. And then, uh, Phil, back to you. If you were to put gold into molten glass, what color would that glass be when it was when it was cooled off? Yellow. Actually, it would be red or violet. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, so right. one to three. John, you better, uh, uh, you better <laughs> focus here. But I'm going to bring it home something local that might help you give a little advantage. <laughs> so all this gold we've been talking about comes to us from the hard work of miners and prospectors. Did you know that the Black Hills is actually a good place to find gold? That was not no. one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, I've actually panned for gold many times. I, I assume that uh, you probably have too. But I've never found a gold nugget. Um, no. But some people have found gold nuggets. So here's the question. Um, it's to, to wait, who, whose turn is it now? Phil's turn, right? I have no idea. Yeah, Phil, here's a question. When was the largest gold nugget in the Black Hills discovered? When? When? Is it A, 1886, B, 1932, C, 1961, or D, 2010? 
yeah, because was was it during the gold rush? You know, back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Or? See, this is tricky. I'll say A, but it's not right. You're right. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I get half a point because I knew. It. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. <laughs> it was actually discovered in 2010. Uh, see, I, I thought I had, that might be. I was going to guess that. So, uh, well, why didn't you? I don't know. I. In fact, I should always my, go with my first my first instincts. Uh, definitely, my dad is a geologist, and in fact, he helped the discoverer determine exactly how much gold was in the nugget. He also wrote these questions, right? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I didn't consult with him. But the Perry Ron edition, yes. So the question to you, John, is: How much did that nugget weigh? Was it a 0.1 pounds, B, 0.36 pounds, C, 1.1 pounds, or D, 9.2 pounds. The biggest nugget ever found in the Black Hills. Oh, my God. Um, 1.1. Uh, it was actually 0.36 pounds. That oh. wasn't even that much. I, I mean, in terms of, like, giant things, it fits in the palm of your hand. But it was oh. gold. Oh. Okay. Can you imagine a nine-pounder? Well, that seemed a little ridiculous. But. <laughs> yeah, I think the largest nugget ever found was found in Australia, and it was it was considerably more, but I forget exactly how much it weighed. Maybe like five pounds. It was pretty big. Wow. Oh. Okay. So let's get back to something more James Bond themed, since ostensibly this was Sean Connery that got prompted <laughs> right. me to, to ask you all this. Terrible topic. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a topic that's James Bond themed. We're gonna go back into outer space, of course. Now, I have two sets of things that are part of spacecraft. And in these sets of things, all of them are true except for one. So um, I'm going to read uh, four options to you, Phil, and you have to pick out which of them is false. False things in space. Okay. So things that gold is used for in space. A, oh. as a coating on heat-reflected film. B, as a lubricant film to protect moving parts. C, as a surface contact probe for a moon lander. Or D, to coat the mirror of a space telescope. One of those is not correct. Which one? C. That's correct. Ooh. The surface contact probes for the Apollo moon lander was not made of gold. It was just like a regular wire. Oof. Did okay. you know that, Phil? So space, I gotta remember to give you give you your. All right, um, it, it's no longer possible for you to win, John. But let's let's do the last question then, anyway. Then I refuse to concede. <laughs> we can recount the votes. All right, so here are here are some more uses for gold in space. And again, one of these is not a real use, but the other ones are true. So A as a conductor and guidance systems, B, as a hypergolic propellant, C, as a tinted coating on a spacesuit visor, and D, as part of a solar array actuator. Okay, so this is, you want three, the false one, right? I want the false one. Three of those are actual uses for gold in space. What's two again? That letter B was a hypergolic propellant. I'll go with that. <laughs> That's correct. It is. Oh, I finally got one. <laughs> yeah, this is your second one. Is that a uh, real thing? A hypergolic propellant? So yes, hi, no. There's two things you need for a propellant. One is that it, it ejects from a nozzle at high velocity, and the other yeah. is that it has mass. So gold is good because it's 
it's very massive, but it's not reactive. And hypergolic means that it spontaneously combusts. So yeah, gold is kind of not great in your fireplace. That. No, hypergolics <laughs> basically are usually super toxic and highly explosive. But they're oh, great yeah. for getting you off, say, the moon because you don't need uh, air, you don't need a spark. You just mix these two chemicals together and they explode and send you up. An earth-shattering kaboom! <laughs> yes. So I did have a tiebreaker question, but we don't need it. So I guess we'll just move on and say, after counting all the votes carefully, <laughs> Phil is our winner with four correct oh, answers. Oh, congratulations, Phil. Oh, I... Oh, okay, Th- this is... So you just Goldie. show up randomly now? What's going on? This Andy yeah. is scaring me. No, well, <laughs> I, I just I'm so full of trivial, meaningless scientific questions <laughs> that occasionally <laughs> my energy just projects right into the middle of your broadcast. And spontaneous combusts. Yes, and but and once that energy has been released, the the signal starts to fade, and I start. Farther and farther. I'll see you next time. Bye. And he's gone beyond the dark side. <laughs> he went supernova. <laughs> Quick, make some gold. <laughs> Andy's quiz show. We're gonna find out who's in the know. Andy's quiz show. Ready, get set, go. I was thinking, like, oh, I should watch something. I, just, you know, as yeah, if it matters, Trebek. but you know, I, I thought, yeah, I should, I should watch something. Yeah. But what? I, I mean, there are so gonna, many you're obvious pick a, choices. You're pick a, oh, I don't know, uh, one of the James Bond ones. Well, that's or... that's a very obvious choice, and 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 I think sure. if I was going to pick one, I would pick From Russia with Love, which is my favorite. Yeah, that was the first one that came to my mind. Oh, other than or, that, I, time, time Bandits for some reason. Well, so yeah, sick. people mention that, and and he he is great, although he is not in it for much. I know, <laughs> I know. It, people kind of laughed I, at me when I said favorite. Time Bandits on Facebook, but I was like, no, I no, like that, Time Bandits. He was really good in that. Yeah, I think you had to grow up with Time Bandits to really appreciate it. Oh, I, no, I get it. I get it. It's like Taco John's. It's a little bit like Taco John's. Or hairy steaks at Bonanza. Well, I wish I had not grown up with that, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have as much nostalgic attachment to that. But well, um, no, I, I thought about that, and then there, no, he's done a number of other notable movies, and um, an, another really great one for him is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That was fun, which I really like him in. It it, it still holds up well for me. I mean. It is what it is, but did he play Indy's uh, dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, okay, it's very. Oh, I, I mean, he he and Harrison Ford have a have a great kind of chemistry going, and I I've only I I don't I don't know if I've seen it since it came out, but I remember mm. uh, I remember enjoying it a lot. It's well worth uh, rewatching. It's just fun. It, it, I mean, plot wise, it's almost the same movie as Raiders of the Lost Ark, but who cares? But it's Sean Connery's in the mix. <laughs> He's so fun. Why wasn't he in Star Wars? Yeah, that's probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan. No, he. he I don't. I look. No, he didn't do. He 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 picked interesting stuff to be in for sure. And then another yeah. one, one of the first movies I ever saw him in that was not James Bond, 
was was that movie Outland that came out in the late seventies. Oh wait, hold on. That's you know that's, that one. Uh, yes, but I'm trying to. It's basically high noon in space. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up yeah, again. Yeah, that. Uh... I know I saw it, but yeah, he 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 plays the. I... I'm the, getting little images from it. The head kind of security uh, police guy. On, it's kind of like Blade mining Runner. Station. <laughs> and he's, he's oh, actually no, really yeah. good. It's not like Blade Runner. No, no, it's not. Not like, I mean, some of the, the it came out around the same time. So it has some similarities in, in the way that the sci-fi things look, but it it's not really the same kind of movie. Well, we talked about Zardos, of course. On <laughs> and then there's, of episode. course, people will think of Zardos. <laughs> which is well what did yeah. you watch what did you so end up I, watching, but I, I i took a different turn and picked something i had not seen before and it's this 1965 movie called the hill now this was also one of your dad's movies that you that's do on one of the blog. ones that i got from him that he had a copy of and i've been trying to get through so it it, it definitely okay. was a, a bonus round for that a twofer it was a twofer yeah and it's this. Uh, it's uh, directed by Sidney Lamette, who, if you look him up, he's he did some really great stuff. Um, takes place in World War II in Africa, and it in a, in a British military prison. Ooh. And Sean Connery plays one of I think five, uh, five men who are brought to this prison for various things. You know, one of them stole stuff another one disobey you know connery's character disobeyed orders that he thought were unjust yeah okay that kind of thing and the righteous yeah it was definitely uh one it to get into it too much but yeah he he disobeyed orders and and punched out his commander because he (laughs) because he didn't want the man under him sent to their deaths in a fruitless battle oh one of those deals sure Mm mm-hmm so he's 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 brought there, and the the guys that run the prison are just sadistic. <laughs> and the the hill and, and the whole thing that if you look at it and don't really read the description closely, it makes it sound like it's kind of a combat movie, like you know Hamburger Hill or something like I take that hill. Oh, yeah, a war movie. Yeah, yeah, a war movie, and it's not really a war movie except that oh. it takes place during the war and the people are it's military, but. It's much more uh, broad than that, actually. Okay, this is sounding more interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it it it, it, it surprised me in that it was it didn't turn out to be what I was expecting. Nothing against a good war movie, but I don't usually watch those. But this is sounding no, more no. intriguing. The more Th- this you this it. is almost a play. <laughs> the way, even though it it was filmed on a location in Spain and stuff like that, and it, it it they're often outdoors and sweating and all that stuff, but. It, it's, did you, you know, did you say it doesn't have a soundtrack? It has no musical score, oh, and it's in black strange. and white with lots of handheld cameras, and it's really what? really gritty and it, it and pretty cutting edge for the 1960s. I was gonna say, yeah, and the the whole cast is, is great, and lots. Of, the thing that's that struck me is that a lot of the characters are. Just screaming out high high voltage dialogue and this this lots and lots of lots of what what it would normally consider scenery chewing, 
yeah. where, where they're just overacting for back, lack of a better word. But in this case, they're not because it just, just the tension is so high that that's how, how the emotions play out. And, and Connery's character starts out very, very slow boil and, and gets to some great climaxes in drama and stuff like that. And, Okay. And he's really this good. But he's, it's it's actually an ensemble movie. It's not. Uh, he it's not. I mean, he's one of the main characters, but the some of the other ones are just as big. And so, okay, it's kind of this you know cruelty of of military justice and things like. There's a lot going on in it, and this this the the, the reason it's called the Hill is because in this prison camp, they have this man made mound of dirt <laughs> that they make the prisoners run up and down with their packs on and it's okay. very very tall and it's sure. it, and it's in the african heat i don't yeah, know yeah. exactly where it takes place but it's obviously very very hot and they that's that's part of the punishment that they break them down it, there's a lot of cruelty and things like that and there's also wow. one, of the, one of the prisoners is um a, a black man from the west indies yeah. Who was, who must have been in one of the regiments in the English English uh, military, and so that the, the the race element gets in there too. All right. So okay. it, it, there's a lot going on. It's it's really interesting movie. It's 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 a little tough to take at times because it's very intense. But wow, it's the performances are great. It really impressed me. I've never heard it. Why? Why haven't I heard of this? I don't think it's very well known. Yeah, it's and apparently it sounds, it it was, sounds like a lot better than it. It should be. It was known made better. at the around the time of the early Sean Connery Bond movies, and apparently the only reason it got made was because Connery wanted to do it, and <laughs> his name, you know, got the thing made. Because but the, they didn't turn him. It, it it didn't turn into a vehicle for him. They didn't like not really s- screw no. it up. You know, he was in an in an ensemble. So no, he must have really liked it because uh, he sure. I, it was after Doctor No. He did not have to make this movie. No, he could have done whatever he wanted. Yeah, and I I think he did have a number of uh, periods of time where he wanted to get out from under the Bond role. No, he, sure. He didn't like that very much, but. What what was the, what was the movie that he, I never watched that James? It was sort of a James Bond movie, but he kind of came back. Oh, never as, say never again. Yeah, yeah right. which is a remake of Thunderball, which you can go read all about. It's kind of crazy. Oh, weird. Yeah, this this alternate James Bond movie, <laughs> because this yeah because yeah, the I screenwriter part, who wrote it... Thunderball had a legal dispute with the people <laughs> that owned the James Bond franchise. Yeah, and you might as well get somebody like Sean Connery to do it. And again, and so. he 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 had he had enough money that he <laughs> he he basically bribed him out of retirement to make this movie. I I've been curious about that movie, but I haven't seen it for some reason yet. Yeah, I know. I think um I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's uh it's not great, but I think he there no. are a few lines in it where Connery kind of makes fun of the fact that he's so old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which Roger Moore, who was the James Bond at the time, didn't do so much. <laughs> no, I was going to say. I it's think kind it was. was I think Roger it was Moore. View to a Kill, which was the one that came out the same year. <laughs> there were two James Bond movies out the same year, and now we can't even get one. <laughs> that was that was a movie where Duran Duran handed out the donuts. 
Cookies. No. Cookies. Whoops. <laughs> I can't even quote myself. So anyway, that, that's what I watched. If you if you can find it, it's really good. Lots of well, the, the last thing I'll add that I, I mentioned, <laughs> Paul Paul S. Yeah. Because I'm a stereotypical American and have to, like, hey, I know somebody from England. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that I actually had friend. the the accents were so thick I had to turn on the subtitles <laughs> to understand like half the dialogue. Well, but but Paul, but that was in the your birthday Zoom call, and Paul said I he, that he had he can't understand them half the time either. And, and, they're, so. and they're no, and they were different from each other too. So I, of course, I have no idea what regions they're from. They're different, but um, it, it didn't help that I think part of the grittiness of this movie is that it was not filmed in a studio, and so the the audio recording was not super sharp. Right. So it was a lot of location. Uh, dialogue recordings so it wasn't it was a little bit muddy sounding anyway and then you get these thick accents where people are screaming at each other and <laughs> yeah when somebody's angry or uh, drunk I was or so, something in so an glad. accent you're not going to figure it out so glad to have the subtitles and once in a while you do so don't be afraid to turn those on <laughs> no no we do we do usually anyway because you know somebody will say that's too loud in my house i my kids are saying we're too loud i think you need to we, maybe noise canceling headphones should be on the christmas list <laughs> would you believe it is mm-hmm. and i'll be asking you for a link later but um, they they do wonders <laughs> i i definitely my my oldest daughter is that is on the christmas list yeah, she um, won't she won't listen to this so she's not going to know but Nope, I Fine. think that's a that's going to make everybody happier. <laughs> so. And you know, we're getting older and we can't hear quite as well, I think, and so we're even louder, but okay, fine. But so the one I watched recently was Last Man on Earth from 1964. Uh it it uh I I gathered that it was another version of a previous because on a, on a different episode we talked about uh Omega Man. And uh I gathered that this was based on I Am Legend also, but it's earlier and it stars Vincent Price, which I thought, oh, okay, that would be interesting. So I, I made sure to watch that on one of these. Oh, you get to see it for free if you watch some ads about laundry detergent. But um, it, 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 it took me, it took me, I watched it over three nights, but that's just, it became a little mini series for me, but uh, I, I got through it. And it's nothing against a movie. It's just the way my my viewing habits are. A little window of time at night, but I I I uh, I enjoyed it. It was it it's uh, let's see. So it's a post apocalyptic kind of plague thing again. It's black and white. Vincent Price, and some of the differences are uh, from Omega Man. O- Omega Man which is probably more realistic, but he would talk out loud. He would talk to himself, which uh, I think is more realistic than having a voiceover. And in uh, The Last Man on Earth, they had voiceovers. So so the, the voiceover thing was not, in, in, my, in my mind, was not as realistic. Because even now, I'm talking to myself a lot more than I, than I used to, not having seen people, not seeing people as much. The, and Vincent Price is, of course, totally, <laughs> a totally different actor, than uh, than Charlton Heston, of course, 
it was this movie was nowhere near as broad but uh it it was it kind of played up the it was more on the vampire end than the zombie end there he put garlic he had to make sure to he had a place some grocery store that he'd go to to get the the he had some garlic saved up in a fridge or something like that i don't know what was going on there but uh he had to have fresh garlic on the door and uh it it had it also had flashbacks where it would go back to his family life more um his his daughter got this and, he, and of course again like omega man he's a scientist trying to find a cure for whatever this is and uh i think in some ways it was it was definitely creepier than omega man omega man was uh a little bit more uh, well not a little bit but quite a bit more over the top uh charlton he- charlton heston and vincent price are both kind of seen sure ac- uh actors but uh it was i i enjoyed it uh i, I would recommend it. i i think and i haven't seen the movie with uh will smith which i think is called i am legend it I is yeah wrong. i was gonna ask okay. you if you want to have a I am legend off. That sounds kind of strange. I, I'm going to probably need to read the book because I'm kind of a completist, you know. That's why I don't get into these huge things. It's like, I got well, to watch every single one. anybody who would go one. through the entire Phantasm saga <laughs> <laughs> must be. I ho- hopefully there isn't a book based on that. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's dangerous for me to get into something because it's like I get committed. So I got to get these smaller things. But so now I'm 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 I probably should read the book. But I so anyway, this was uh another difference was uh it was filmed in Rome. I guess they wanted uh Franz Litz. Who who's the name of that weird actor that or director? Oh, Fritz Lang. Oh so, okay. <laughs> so Fritz Lang, okay. <laughs> it's not Franz Litz, Fritz Lang. Um <laughs> Well, you could see by confusion. But uh, they wanted, they wanted, uh, they were hoping that uh, Fritz Lang would direct the movie. But uh, that would have been pretty late in old Fritz's career. Sidney Salkov was chosen to direct because Fritz also directed M. And Matheson, whoever that is, probably a producer or something, said that. Oh, 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 that was Richard Matheson. No, yeah, he he wrote. He also wrote I Am Legend. Yep. Okay. He he basically said when they got Sidney Salkov in uh, instead of Fritz Lang, he said, "Well, there's a bit of a drop." So <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's oh, it was filmed in Rome, so that's kind of cool. I didn't I I wouldn't have known that from I assumed it was in L.A. or something just at three in the morning. But so the differences were the flashback sequence with the family when the plague was starting and they were trying to figure it out. It was getting worse and. And there was this huge pit where they would take take the bodies to be burned, and uh, um, of course, some people didn't didn't want that. They wanted a proper burial, but you can't you can't bury them. They come out of the ground or something, and I don't know. I guess they eat flesh. I don't remember seeing. I don't think they showed depicted that, unlike the last movie I talked about. So, yeah. so are you? Are, are you a fan of post-apocalyptic movies? Well, or just plague, I, I, disease movies, or no? Outbreaks? I, I think I think I I was curious about this one because it was a predecessor to a lot of different 
um, this whole genre now or whatever, or maybe not so much now, but it was, uh, there's a huge post-apocalyptic genre, but it, it came from before that. I, I, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that isn't one of the genres that I immediately go to all the time, but, uh, okay. I, I, um, I did, I, I kind of went, so when I was in high school, I kind of went through a phase. I guess that would be a dystopian phase though, more than a post-apocalyptic. Cause I went, I watched 1984 with the Eurythmic soundtrack and listened mm. to that soundtrack yeah. over and over and over again. I don't know how many times. So I watched that one a lot, listened to that soundtrack a lot. Um, Clockwork Orange, The Wall, kind of, I, maybe, I don't know. Some people maybe wouldn't put The Wall in a, in a dystopian sort of genre, but I'm going to. But those were those were the kind of movies that I watched a lot for a, a period of time <laughs> in high school. I don't know. Maybe it makes you feel better because the things aren't so bad as, uh, as that. I don't know. It's, it's somehow uplifting because you come out the other end. Yeah, no, I think that can have that effect, right? But I think now people are watching post-apocalyptic movies to kind of prepare themselves for what's coming. I don't think it's a, I think it's more of an educational genre. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or, yeah, or it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> the streets could be filled with zombies. <laughs> have, have you seen um, the TV show, The Last Man on Earth? No, I, I, I see that was one thing I came up with uh, when I when I was trying to search a couple other things. And uh, there's several Last Man on Earth movies and, and evidently a TV. Show. Wait, wait, is that TV show? Is that? Um, oh, God, who's that Will guy? Forte? Was he in Saturday? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, I haven't seen that. I want no, to. No, yeah, it's it's actually I, I liked it. Um, what, it, what, it went on what? a little too long, but I <laughs> the first couple of seasons are, are great. I, no, I was into Will Forte for a while there. No, I, no, you, want, you'd like it, I think. I wanted to watch it, but I'm I'm trying to think. Wh- where could I see that now? What's it on? Do you know? Good Where's it streaming? Question. I think it was on Hulu. I don't know. I think it's part right. of the the Fox Disney family of products now. But fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I we got through a lot of topics tonight, and. This is a whirlwind. I thought this would be a short know. one, but we always say that. Hopefully, uh, Glenda will count this as two. We always say I'm going to edit that out, and this is going to be a shorter one. Yeah, we did have a comment on one of our Facebook. You guys pages. suck. Well, we often get that one, um, which you should say <laughs> if you want to leave a review, which you should. <laughs> no, don't leave a bad one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, five stars. You suck. <laughs> That's all anybody cares about is the five stars part. <laughs> Just do that. I, a comment was, and may, I'm taking it out of context, but not one of your better ones or efforts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm curious what people think are our better efforts. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what the metric is. Well, for, there, I, I think besides, besides small fifth. children. That was episode fifty-two, I believe, where we were doing more of the just more of the tasting. No, no, no. Know. That that was our our live show, so to speak. Sure. So, no worries. Well, we're, we're probably not going to do that, that was, for fifty more episodes. I don't know if that was kind of a joke, though. Either. No, it was at the, out of out of context, but it just but, it yeah, just got I mean, me thinking. But but things 
things are weird now. They're not just for weird for the listeners, but to record now. And, and it's, uh, um, but, but, but this is our, probably our best one in a long time. So I think we'll go with that. It is. <laughs> it, it has to be. I'm too depressed otherwise. <laughs> no, not really. We don't love you all. A, don't leave a negative comment or John will put his head in his outdoor fireplace. Hey, no. Yeah. I'm, I, it's sitting right out there covered with snow. No. Yeah. Damn in, it. Inhale the propane. <sighs> Fumes. All right. Well, John... Happy birthday again, belated oh, everyone. Thank and, and for, you know, some birthdays really suck for me because they've always come around election time. <laughs> Every two or four years. And, boy, twenty sixteen was fucking lousy. So 2000. this this was much better. I, I, I mean, besides no, getting getting old, I'm the only. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Older and wiser, right? Yeah, I. You know, I, it occurred to me, I'll, I'll end on this thought. I was driving home listening to public radio, like the kind of person I am. And <laughs> the, the one of their little ad reads or sponsorships came on, and there was the, the comment, was the, the ad read went, Minnesota's population is rapidly aging. <laughs> <laughs> and I know exactly what they're trying to say, that, the percentage of older people is going up in our state. But what occurred to Not me each was... person explanationally. Was, <laughs> you know, our population is all like hair is growing at 10 times normal speed and we're all getting... Or, or we look like Captain Kirk in the Deadly Years episode <laughs> where it's like we're gaining 10 years every hour or something. Oh. <laughs> Just like, like, holy shit, that's... Horrible. It was a time lapse. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like it's probably just me, but maybe they need to change their change their phraseology, well, so to speak. Our, our population is rapidly Asian. No, <laughs> the Asian Asians and the raging Cajuns. All right. All right. So I've got lasagna to put in, and there's a ten pound bag of funyuns on the counter. I've got to do something with. Oh my goodness, that's not that's dangerous. Put it put it in the bathtub. <laughs> well, they they take over the house. Take a take a funyun bath. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna have some funyuns tonight, honey. All right, all right, man. <laughs> Good night. I hope you have a well. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we won't record probably again before Thanksgiving and. And who knows when this will come out? Yeah, well, who, who knows how Thanksgiving is going to go? I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. It's just going to be me and my immediate family this year, and we'll try to do... Well, I'm going to cook stuff still, but just mm-hmm. smaller versions. Good night. Good night. Uh, fumes. Here's the song! Some 
It's literally that that small. Fine. Mm-hmm. 